Welcome to Love and Justice episode 21 slash 22. I say 21 slash 22 because we're trying to number our episodes with the corresponding Sailor Moon Crystal episodes, and this week we are covering episodes 21 and 22 of Crystal for a very good reason. The plot of episode 21 already happened in the last 10 minutes of the last episode of the 90s anime, which was episode 83. Also, despite the fact that both the 90s anime and Crystal have the exact same number of episodes left in this story arc, the final episode in the 90s anime version is a recap episode. So technically, it has one less. So again, this episode of the podcast covers episodes 21 and 22 of Crystal, Acts 21 and 22 of the Sailor Moon manga, and episode 84 of the 90s anime. One quick reminder, I will be at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con this weekend, June 19th through the 21st, at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'll post my finalized schedule once I physically get there and they hand it to me when I arrive at the con, but if you're around, you should totally come find me. Or if you're not, you should tweet about how cool I am so people at the con will know and come see my panels. Insert winky face emoji here. Anytime you're in a theater and something happens on a screen and you, without realizing you were saying words, just go, oh! <laughs> and as you finish, someone else at the other end of the theater goes, oh! <laughs> and you don't know each other. That's how you know it's a good fucking That's movie. That's a good movie. I think the last time that happened to me was The Matrix. <laughs> was when uh, when multiple people had the same like violent verbal yeah. reaction Whoa! of just like I don't know how to process this. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so I have no opinion. You're missing out. You're missing out. That's listen, I'm ve- I'm very busy. Uh, much, no excuses. No. No excuses. Uh, listen, but, uh, no. much like uh, you know, uh, Queen Neo Queen Serenity is too busy to show. She's not busy. She's in a effect. coma. That's different. No, but Chibiusa says that her mom was too busy to. Show Show her much affection when those boys are being mean to her. Well, she did have a full-time job. She did have a full-time job of defending the entire earth. My job is not as important as hers, mm. but I like to think. At least you get out of the house more. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it makes me a little sad that this like beautiful future where no, I it's agree. really nice and everyone walks around is like, enjoying this and they're like she never comes out of that yeah. castle and I'm like oh my god <laughs> do we need an intervention yeah, yeah. is she hoarding in like, there like what is she doing in there She's all day to, oh my god I just had a, like a, a vision of tuxedo mask hanging out with Artemis being like Usagi, we want the meatloaf! Ma! I never know what she's doing in there. (laughs) The meatloaf, we want it! Queen! Meatloaf! Queen! (laughs) She's almost certainly not making meatloaf all day. Uh, As suggested by the events of the two episodes of Sailor Moon Crystal that we're actually going to be talking about today because I realized when I was trying to figure out, like, lining up Sailor Moon Crystal episodes with old 90s anime episodes to compare or contrast what have you with them that uh, (laughs) Sailor Moon R actually ends at this point in less episodes than are left of Crystal to wrap up this story arc. And yet nothing uh, happens. Really? Yeah, nothing happened uh, in the 
you know, <laughs> nothing happened. Thirty-five previous episodes making up this season, <laughs> and nothing yeah. happens for the rest of them either. Yeah, except maybe the last five minutes <laughs> oh, except, of the last episode. No, except that all of the Black Moon Clan is going to die, as Wise Man tells you in the right. end of the episode of the '90s anime yeah, we watched. In, in case you didn't catch it, <laughs> one of the episodes later down on the list. Just tells you characters are dead. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Two episodes from now, there's an episode entitled "Saphir Dies. dies." Yeah. Oh it, gee, I wonder if Saphir dies in this episode. Hey guys, I uh, just started watching Game of Thrones. I'm on season one. It's really cool. I'm I'm just watching the episode called "Lady Gets Stabbed." Oh uh, no! But I, I I'm gonna try to get through a couple and get to the episode that's called "Ned Gets His Head Cut Off." Dude, I'm still on the I, first episode. Bran falls off a building. Yeah, yeah. This show's really mysterious. God, God, I never know what's going to happen. It's just, it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> yes, but oh, we are God. going to be discussing episodes 21 and 22 of Sailor Moon Crystal and episode 84 of the 90s anime. And if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the books have been... I mean, that's not the laughter of someone who's sorry. <laughs> no, but honestly, the, the show's on its fifth season now. The books have been out for way longer than that. It's 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 your own No fault. excuse. It's true. Uh, yeah. yeah, but anyway, so the thing that's interesting is that the main plot, if you will, of episode 21 of Sailor Moon Crystal was, Happened squ- already. was squeezed into the last 10 minutes of episode 83 of the 90s anime. Minus the hang glider. Minus the hang glider. But apparently if you have a hang glider, you get to come to Sailor Moon's rescue immediately. Yeah. And there's no problem. Yeah. You get to hang glide right past the part where this was supposed to be a whole episode. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Look down, Usagi. That's where this plot is supposed to be. Whee! It's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Will anyone get to see it? No. Nah, we're good. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, Falcor, it's like the plot never was. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> so... Episode 21 of Crystal opens up with uh, Usagi in a bed wearing a new dress, to which I have said on multiple occasions, there are no girls left in the dark black moon clan. Right. Who put who's, her in this dress? Who's, who's changing her clothes? Who's dress is, well, also, whose dress is that? Did Demond make that dress? I, I, I like to believe that Demond... Did he sew it? I was going to say, I think we actually said this when he put her in that dress in the 90s anime. Like, I just have visions of him like hand sewing, sewing it. it. Embellishing it. Yeah. Listening to like his favorite like tunes. I like to think that it's it's kind of like a like a Project Nemesis. But like Project Runway, only with a black... Project Nemesis. Black. Like every, but like, so Wise Man, as Peter Gunn comes in and looks at it and goes, make it work. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Tim Gunn, he's the best. See, and then, <laughs> and then uh, in, in, when we got to this point in Crystal, my first thought, first I was like, maybe like droids dressed her? And then I was oh, like, oh, that's and, possible. But then I decided it was even funnier because Saphir hates her so much. <gasps> oh, if someone was like, Saphir, make her look nice. And he's just like, oh, God damn gross. it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, no, that bra doesn't go take the bra off. Uh, I'm to touch her bra. I'm gonna need a shower after this. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just creepy. Any any plot where like you wakes up in different clothes. Yeah, like yeah. your captor has dressed you in different right. clothes. And on, is just not it's okay. so creepy. And then on top of that, he like takes control. Prince so Prince Damon shows up when Usagi right. wakes up, and he like takes control of yeah, her body. He, he telekinetically violates her. Yeah. It's so wrong. It's really wrong. But the thing about it is, 
kinetically, that's a hard word to say, forces her to sit in a chair so they can have a talk. Like that yeah, is. and his chair is so not comfortable. Like, no. he puts her in the armchair, but then he no. sits on what I thought was a pedestal for a vase. But yeah. apparently it's a stool instead. It's, I, it's a leaning pillar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's at the perfect height to nonchalantly lean and put one hand in a pocket. He got it from Pier 1 Imports. Pier 1. They've got a section it was for, special. for uh, cocky villains who need to monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. He does just kind of sit there, put his hands in his pocket, yeah. and like cross his legs a But little. that is exactly what happens. He's like, you sit in this chair. I'm a monologue for a minute here. Let me tell you about... <laughs> The Black Moon plan right. and our Why plan. Yeah, because I yeah. mean, this is the first, I mean, we knew as the audience, but this is the first that Sailor Moon herself is hearing right. of their plan to basically rewrite history and replace the entire population of the Earth with droids. Um, except for them. Ex- well, they're going to kill them. What? Except for the, oh, except you mean the Black Moon yeah, plan except themselves. For the Black oh, Moon yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do they think they're going to achieve with the, I'm just thinking about this right now. So if they populate the whole world with droids, but they're the only like living beings left what kind of society are they trying to run i mean in theory droids are gonna live forever so but that totally goes against their plan it, yeah well, it totally goes against their motivation because Which was to have like shorter more human yeah lifespan. exactly yeah, yeah. exactly well so, because i mean that's that's basically what what demand tells uh you know Usagi in yeah, this scene. Yeah, that eternal life is against nature. It's yeah, against he's God. like, that's not, it's not right that like people who were alive in 1994 are still alive and it's 3129 yeah. or maybe this year. is uh, Maybe this is like an Ultron situation uh. where he's like, we'll just replace the people that are problems. And then, uh. and then it's like, what happens if everyone's a problem? Oh, well. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. No more people. Could totally be. Like. Maybe the droids come for you if you're not part of the cool new plan. Right, yeah. right. I know. I did not. I did not realize that contrast right now until right now that like their plan kind of contradicts that makes them, what they're about. It makes them worse. It really yeah, does. Than what they than see. What they stand against. The yeah. Neo Crystal Tokyo as. Yeah, yeah. That's so true because it's like, oh, we're going to replace the entire population of the Earth with droids like our version of people who live forever maybe maybe okay i'm gonna justify it right now i probably shouldn't but uh, maybe their thinking is oh if we replace the entire population of earth with droids who in theory are robots robots fine they live forever that's it's they're they're inorganic that's Mm -hmm. totally natural whereas right now we have human beings who are living for thousands of years but didn't they uh, wipe out the entire population of crystal tokyo already uh, yeah more or less I'm not really sure why they think they need to go back in time and restart everything. They, they killed everyone here. Yeah. yeah. I guess maybe, though, they don't want to be. They're like, oh, man, we killed everyone. Well, that's kind of lonely. We kind of <laughs> trashed the place. Let's okay. just start over. Well, if they, if they are going to go back in time and redo it, then maybe they will give people a chance to assimilate. Yeah. With, like their plan and their rule and maybe. anyone who is a problem, they replace with droids. Maybe yeah. that's why they're going back. Maybe that's it. Or may or, or maybe with the droids, it's like they think that the droids are just going to be into their because or maybe or I guess basically what I'm saying is maybe I'm misinterpreting what droids are according to Sailor Moon like maybe Mm -hmm. these are more like clones and they are organic Uh, and so they will reproduce and and die. die and all that. Uh, that so, could be. Uh, it 
if somebody can uh, send me a biological breakdown of exactly what a droid is. <laughs> well, I mean, the only other droids I can think of are in yeah. Star Wars, and those are obviously robots. Yeah. Like, maybe this is more of, like, a... Like a a replicant situation where they yeah like, like a homunculus and, they think and <laughs> yeah. feel yeah 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 maybe that's what that's maybe what I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe they're more like full grown clones and not robots like programmable clones yeah okay and then they just won't know that they are a clone so yeah that's right well I mean, like uh, in the in the musical spoilers yeah, well it's already well they don't know that they're clones exactly, exactly. yeah so maybe it is yeah like maybe that. that's what it is so it's like Regina in Once Upon a Time uh, remaking the town in her image to improve on what she, she on her perception the way it was yes. supposed to be structured yeah. okay I think we nailed it um, <laughs> but anyway we just ping ponged through so many we references we really did <laughs> keep up nerds um, <laughs> so then there's this flashback scene that happens after this where when Demond is kind of explaining what went down in Crystal Tokyo, <laughs> and there's this little girl out in the ruins of Crystal Tokyo, like crying over the body of her mom. And the first time I read, reading this scene in the manga, I didn't think it was Chibiusa because it's a drawing and she's got the straight across bangs, yeah, yeah. but they gave her the same color scheme as Chibiusa and Crystal. So I was like, I thought it was like younger Chibiusa and Chibiusa had just like been on her own amongst the dead bodies yeah. in Crystal Tokyo for a long time. I was like, how long has everyone been dead? Yeah. <laughs> See, and I'm more great. I, I just assumed that they forgot that they animated her next to a dead body. And then <laughs> when it picks up later and she's like in the palace, they were just like, ah, no one will notice. Yeah. But it's obviously not Chibiusa when she turns no, around. No, it's not. No, it's not Chibiusa when she turns around. And uh, and the thing I is, did not know that. No, I, I did not uh, know it. I actually didn't I, well, know it when, until the end of the episode oh. when we saw where Chibiusa actually was during yeah. that whole... <laughs> oh, when she turned around, I was like, oh, not Chibiusa. No, I, literally, <laughs> I thought it was just a younger Chibiusa and oh. she changed her hairstyle. Whoops, no. <laughs> Children all look the same to me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Children all look the same oh, I me. figured it out. <laughs> but Here's as I say, when I, when I went back and read the manga, that was when <laughs> really like clicked in for me. I'm like, okay, that's not Chibiusa. And how did uh, how did you figure out reading the manga that it wasn't Chibiusa? Because uh, Demond murders that child. He strangle murders that little girl before the queen gets to her. Shit. Yep, Shit. this is we're at two. We're at two on the uh, child on murder. the child murder in the Black Moon Clan story arc. Just murdering children. Yeah, and you know, her and, and right. her skin melts off her skeleton. Well, like, yeah, no. because it's not a sailor. <laughs> it's not a sailor moon well, death. Until. There's no way to know someone's dead if you don't see their skeleton. Exactly. That's just being safe. Yeah, I mean, if Mortal Kombat has taught us anything. <laughs> also, before, uh, in part of the flashback when he's monologuing about how he's like, we saw how everything was and we didn't like it. You see them, and they're just in a bubble. Above, oh yeah, hating everything, (laughs) and I was like, I had, I had flashbacks to myself Mm -hmm. in high school, and we used to sit in front of Seven (gasps) Elevens and have things to say about like the adults going about their lives. Yeah, like you'd never catch me living that life. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and that's what I felt like. I felt like I was just like, hey, go, I'm gonna have a few more kids with your minivan and your job. We're never (laughs) gonna do that. Then they just fly away in their bubble. (laughs) So they're hipster douchebags. They are, except. Moon Clan is just a bunch of except their their storyline is completely different in the '90s anime. So in episode 84 of the '90s anime, they talk a little bit more about the backstory of the Black Moon Clan. Which once again, like there are translation differences between the manga and Crystal that make it seem like the '90s anime and sil- and the manga their backstory is a little more similar. Like basically, 
in the manga, it seems like they are all the descendants of people yeah. f- who, of, of multiple criminals right, who, who were, were on, banished to Nemesis. Nemesis. It seems like that's actually where they were born and that was where they grew it's up. It's like a little but, more L. Ron Hubbardy. Yeah. <laughs> a little. It's a planet full of, full of no good uh, criminals. Criminal it's dudes. the Australia of space. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. And so these people are like ready to come back and like get revenge for their parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and in, in, in the 90s anime, it seems like they are also from Nemesis, but sometimes it seems like they were sort of a delinquent gang from the Earth, but they've been yeah. on Nemesis for a long time. Whereas you kind of get the impression in Crystal that they haven't really been on Nemesis for all that long. I thought I thought they went to Nemesis because um, uh, Wise Man told them. Yeah, exa- yeah, yeah. exactly. Where, Crystal, that's what where it is, like. Yeah, whereas in the 90s anime, it seems like they were like, ugh, we hate the Earth, we're going somewhere else. And then they went to Nemesis. Yeah, yeah in Crystal, it was like, we don't want to go to school. Let's go hang out behind the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> and Nemesis in the grocery store? Yeah. And then Wombat in a purple cloak with creepy hands showed yeah. up. He well, you, can't hang like out, you can't hang out in front of the grocery store because, like, the sheriff might no, see yeah, you yeah, and yeah. tell you to go gotta, to school. It's got to be behind there, behind the you don't, you don't want the neo-queen yeah. serenity uh, earth sheriff yeah. to tell you to go back to moon school. You yep. got to go to Nemesis. Yep. <laughs> So in episode 84 of the 90s anime, they're all like hanging around on Nemesis. Now, here's another big difference. In the 90s anime, it seems like they are building a dark reactor on Nemesis for some unknown purpose. Yeah. Whereas in the manga and in Sailor Moon Crystal, there just is a like reactor, dark energy reactor that is part of Nemesis. Yeah. And right. that's what they use to generate the droids. I felt like when they showed up to Nemesis, it was there was this palace just there already. Yeah. And like, I don't mind if we do. Let's <laughs> move on the in. The palace that weirdly looks like Big Ben. Has yeah. anybody else noticed that? Yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's a little old London townie. Yeah. Yeah, and that goes for both the Crystal and the 90s anime. Like any time, and you only see like little flashes of it, but there's always like this clock tower on it. <laughs> it's a, okay. Yeah, it's it's a very English architecture. I completely agree. Although to be fair, the moon has a uh, Taj, Taj, Taj Mahal. It's so got Indian architecture. Really, it's not that far fetched. So basically, if you travel far enough around, there's going to be something that just looks like a Walmart yeah. somewhere in the universe. <laughs> when they run out of really good architecture. It's right. just going to be like a Walmart and a Sally's Beauty Supply. Like, oh, thank goodness we can go get affordable toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in uh, in episode 84, they're standing around. And in that scene, Sophia in the 90s anime, I want to just punch in the face. He's so whiny. He's so whiny. Yes. He's just oh. so, like, whiny. I mean, because basically, Demond is standing there and he's like, we're going to get the queen. We must have her. I shall have her. I'm going to dominate her. And Sophia's like, Ugh, that wasn't the plan. We were supposed to rewrite Earth's history. And now all you ever do is talk about the queen. And then he gets God. smacked. He dies, which was cut from the deke dub, by the way. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> but yeah, Damon like, slaps him. He dies. He's like, if you can lecture me, then you can do all the other shit that I told told you to do. do. (laughs) And then then Damon just walks away. (laughs) But I just wanted to go to Tashi's power station and pick up some power converters. (laughs) Esmeralda was my favorite part of this scene, though, because she got so angry she dropped her fan. 
That stupid oh. fan. She's always carrying that shit around, but I never see her fanning herself no, with it. No, she's just like vaguely stroking her face with it. It looks like a cross between broccoli and a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it does it's not pink. look like feathers. Yeah, that's it's pink. like just sticks and a wad of something pink. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think it's a fan. I think it just she just made it. Is it like a fuzzy lolly? Is it like a fuzzy popsicle instead? Unclear. Like, because I've never seen her unfurl it. She never eats it, it, so... She doesn't really unfurl it and fan herself. She never uses it as a fan. I think it is a fan. I think at some point in one of the episodes we didn't talk about, she does unfurl it. But the point is here, she gets so angry that puts it her on the ground. constant accessory gets thrown on the ground. She took it and threw <laughs> it on the ground. <laughs> That's Welcome how you to know the that. real world, I, jackass. I would like to know... Um, so they're in the reactor room when this, mm-hmm. when this argument happens. Yeah, exactly. In the corner is a hologram of Neo Queen Serenity. <laughs> is that hologram in every room of this castle? <laughs> Possibly. Because I'm just wondering, like, what's the point of it being in this room? Listen, Damon put a lot of work into this hologram, I so. so. I feel, I want to know if it's like, was that downloaded from like, um, a fan art site? Like, like the deviant art? <laughs> Of the 30th century <laughs> Neo Crystal Tokyo, is there like a, a deviant art site with pictures of the queen? It was like, which one do I want broadcast in every room of my home? <laughs> this Neither one? one? No, that's a crossover fanfic. Gross. Uh, this one, and I'm not gonna credit the artist. <laughs> Downloaded. Because I mean, if that if that hologram is in every room of that castle, I'd get fed up with it too. I'd get upset. It's like, totally. this is my room. Yeah. Why is this creepy hologram in here? Yeah. Also, uh, can we talk about the fact that Prince Taman's favorite thing in a woman is that woman thinking he's a piece of shit? It's so true. He's you know, like, in every version, he's like, she looked at me so coldly and with so much hatred. She thought I, I love her. She thought I was a piece of shit. So I fell in love with her. <laughs> And the more she thinks of a piece of shit, <laughs> the, the more, more I love, love her. And it, so if somebody was like, wow, I'm really attracted to you, he'd be like explode into a million pieces yeah. or something. It makes me wonder what the relationship with his mom was like. <laughs> we, uh, we never see her, so we have no idea. Yeah, no, Nobody knows why. She should still no. be alive, theoretically, Tiny, unless she's yeah. already lived for like 3,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's just like, oh, that girl over there, she wants to kill me. I'm in love. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. Yep, which he explains to uh, to Sailor Moon, well, yeah, to yeah. Usagi, because she's not Sailor Moon in, in Sailor Moon Crystal. And then and she in the gets manga. mad at him, and he's like, yep, that's the look. Yep, into exactly, it. and then he smooches her. He doesn't uh, smooch her until she also thinks he's a piece of yes. shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, yes, this is the girl. Is there, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there's a name for that, if there's a name for a certain fetish. I'm sure there has to. Where, where you have to get someone really pissed at you before you get, or like. Or personality disorder. Well, yeah. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> Yeah, so but he's, he's basically uh, using her hatred of him to like this, get his rocks. He does. It's very true. Yeah. It, it, before we move on from the subject of the pr- projected, um, <laughs> I had I had a moment. It wasn't something I meant to write as a note. It was just something I yelled at the screen. It's, it's true. Uh, a- after uh, Damon leaves the room in the '90s anime, it has this whole thing about like I'm gonna make that girl my future girlfriend. She has no choice in the matter. She's gonna be the queen with me. <laughs> so so they leave the room. He and Esmeralda are having the fight, and he's like, I hate looking. At at this woman and what I screamed was you can change the channel Sophia <laughs> see if Cake Boss is on <laughs> Sophia just has such a like 
childish hatred you, of the queen in the can, 90s anime, yeah. I think. There has to be an off switch on the hologram. There's got to be somewhere. Put somewhere. On, put on your shows when Demond isn't in the unless, room. Unless it's like, unless it's like Cruel Intentions where mm. it's like, is this, is this music playing in every room of the house? No, no, just yours. <laughs> like he just yeah. makes sure that it's on anywhere like there's like a motion sensor yeah like, enter a room the picture of queen yeah, serenity yeah. turns on just yeah. pops up <laughs> Bing. uh yeah so um in uh sailor moon crystal yeah he smooches her it's really rapey and just uncomfortable so uncomfortable and uh, she's so upset like it uh, she is she's really upset she gets so i mean rightfully so but it's but it's so heartbreaking yeah that because she well, kind of for a split second i feel kind of blames her herself that she wasn't she, no she totally enough. does she wasn't strong enough to like push him back happen. she she try but she does legitimately try right I it's mean, not her fault he is controlling her body the black crystal is blocking all of her powers it's kryptonite yeah, yeah that's it is. Sailor, like sailor, moon kryptonite. sailor moon kryptonite she just yeah I, she has no choice she no yeah but yeah still i think we'd all be pretty fucking pissed if somebody kissed us and we weren't able mm-hmm. and we knew we had the power to like reduce them to like dust and goo but yeah. we weren't able but to but we weren't able to use it <laughs> yeah. yeah like oh I could have straight up just pulverized this dude totally yeah you know what's actually I think a little bit more uncomfortable actually is in the manga so in Sailor Moon Crystal this scene is just between she and Demond in the manga, after he kisses her and she fails to transform, it's revealed that Sapphira and Rubius are there too. Oh, oh that's icky. That's gross. It's terrible. That's yeah. even so, worse. So Demond is the one in Sailor Moon Crystal. I actually wrote this down because I found it a little confusing the way it was word this worded. This could have been a translation error, of course. He's like, he basically is like. Do whatever you like in this palace. It's your final resting place. And I was like, wait, is he, is is he trying he, to marry her or kill her? <laughs> I, I I think that was just like a mistress or somebody was trying to be clever. I think they just yeah. they meant to say like, you'll be here forever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a final resting place means you're dead. Yeah, yeah it does. Uh, but yeah, it, and the people who basically say that to her, like, walk around the palace, do whatever you want, the black crystals blocking all your power are Rubius and Sapphire. Oh. And they both have, like, creepy eyes, like, no pupils or anything in right. that scene, and that's where she, and she actually starts part to put two and two together, where she's like, uh, this planet makes people crazy. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, that's even Ooh. worse. Like, yeah, people just standing right. around watching you get, like, uh, molested. 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 <laughs> Attack smooched. Yeah, it's like pretty uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so then there is a scene in both the 90s anime and in Sailor Moon Crystal where they're in like the computer control chamber. They're completely different scenes. First of all, aesthetically, they look completely different because in the 90s anime, every button on their computer console is a jewel. It's a crystal. <laughs> That is the most ineffective keyboard Uh I have ever seen. They took Crystal Tokyo a little too literally. It's just crystals every. It's like Liberace's home computer. I'm surprised the people weren't just piles of crystals walking around. (laughs) I know. So basically, in the 90s anime, they're all standing around the crystal control chamber. Literally. Literal literal crystals. And uh, uh, Tuxedo Mask and Sailor Moon have not returned yet from him rescuing her on a hang glider. Like, they are still in flight. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. They they were making out in oh, the garden. Oh, that's right. They're making out in the garden. With the snow. With the snow. Also, wasn't she still... Did she transform and fight in the end of the last episode? Because she's in her uniform Because she's in her now. uniform now. I don't remember. I don't remember. this. I, I don't remember. Um, so if anybody's listening and wants to let us know, we would 
be happy for you yeah. to correct us. Because I'm not going to go back and yeah. watch that episode no. again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel I feel like it was like a last minute Hail Mary transformation. Right. Before I they I, I just out feel like she was there. in that dress still when they were making out in the snow. I can't. I, I literally can't no remember. Idea. And they were, they were having a conversation about how they need to strengthen their bond of love. Right. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so they're all in the crystal chamber being like, oh no, what's happened to Sailor Moon? They're with King Endymion in his fabulous purple suit. It's so weird going back and forth between the episodes because, I know like in Crystal you know everyone's kidnapped and it's just Minako but then you go to the 90s and everyone's, and everyone's fucking there. there the room feels so crowded it does like, it, how is it that freaks not me to out. mention the fact that their computer chamber is a lot smaller than the one in Crystal yeah <laughs> like, in Crystal, I felt like I was seeing people in a room that was supposed to have more people in it, yeah. and it made it like more like a tomb. Right. Like, everybody's dead and gone, and it's really unnatural that we're the only ones here. Yeah. Whereas... Mm-hmm. In the 90s. It's like just like a really sugary, crystally like requiem. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, even with our, too many people in it. Even our HQ computer room had more space than, the, than this crystal computer room. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, true. it's just so jarring to go back and forth between having everyone there and then only having Monaco. Yeah, there. no, it's so true. Well, and the, the thing that's interesting, though, about uh, each of these scenes is that Chibiusa is missing from both of them. They don't address it in Crystal because they know that she's, yeah, so she's, she's with around. Pluto. Yeah, she's with Pluto. She's all right. She's a homeschool kid. She yeah. spends a lot of time on her, on her own. Yeah. Exactly. And, and uh, it, yeah, she and also like there's Diana and yeah. she's off somewhere with her <laughs> in the '90s anime. They address the fact that she has run off, but and that they are worried about her. But the king's like, "No, oh, don't worry. She's in the palace. She's definitely not gonna no, leave the palace. No, she's not in the palace though. She's in that weird hellscape playground. Yeah, that she sure nightmare is. fuel playground. Yeah, and she, I why this is this is. Why would you have gone there? I know. Well, and also then later in the 90s anime, when the Esmeralda dragon shows up. Don't even get they me are started. Not, they are not, they're not like, oh no, where's Shibiusa? Like, it's fine in Crystal in the manga to me that they're not concerned about where she is because there's nothing bad actively happening. Right. In the future well, at the time. And, and also, everyone assumes she's with Pluto. Yeah. yeah. And also, she doesn't really have a tendency to run off mm-hmm. yet. In in Crystal, she hasn't run off too much. In yeah. the 90s, though, she's constantly running, running off. off. She's like Carl on Walking Dead. Where is Carl? she? Carl? Where's Carl? <laughs> Not in the palace. Where's Shibiusa? Stay in the palace, Carl. Yeah. God. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, in both cases, they end up having a conversation about Chibiusa. The thing that we learn from uh, Sailor Moon Crystal in the manga at this point is about the fact that Chibiusa is not actually a little girl. Right. <laughs> Which She's 900 years old. Yeah. Makes me li- like her more. Yeah. You're yeah. the one who told me that before yeah, we got exactly. to this point in the show. And I was like, wait, so she's like she's like Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire. Exactly. Yeah. She's like Claudia. It makes so much, so more, much sense. more sense to play her like a woman trapped in a little girl's body. Right. It's creepy. It's desperate. And it explains why she's such a little asshole. Yeah. yeah. She's like, fuck you. I can't grow boobs. I hate <laughs> all you. She, yeah. can't, she can't grow up. And she also can't use any powers. Right. because It's like reverse Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah she wants I mean, to grow up and she's trapped as, as a little forever. And yeah. basically, you know, in the course of this conversation, they're like, oh, uh, Chibiusa 
is a little girl. She's trapped in this body and she doesn't have any powers. We don't know why she's not aging. And he explains that she is the first child born of a union between the earth and the moon. So Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't totally get her. They don't know how it works. Yeah. Uh, No one knows how this works. But the reason that they bring it up is because King Endymion is like, "Mm, the only thing that can stop the black Malefic crystal is the silver crystal. And they're like, oh, great. Well, Neo Queen Serenity is the only one that can use the one of this time period. And she's, Dead-ish? And then Luna's like, oh, no, wait, it's okay. We got Jubiusa. She's of the Silver Millennium bloodline. She could totes, like, do that. And then... And that's when the king explains. And Demian's like, no, no, not really. Yeah, she's she's a squib. squib. She's a squib. Great idea, but nah. She is a child. She's just, like, trapped in a helpless state forever. Yeah. And then they also have a a bit in this scene where they they talk about... uh, Wise man's alter identity, real identity, spoilers, he's phantom. A, yeah, he's a weird space wizard. Sometimes it's he death is a, he's phantom. He's a weird space wizard, yeah. And sometimes it's phantom. Yeah, death mm-hmm. phantom, phantom, they're the same thing. Yeah. None, but, of, none of those things is good. No. No. It depends on the translation In the reading. 90s, though, they refer to him as human? I believe they do. There's, like, he's referred to as a human somewhere. Yeah, at, it's, at some point, yeah. No, actually, I believe it was in Sailor Moon Crystal because that was the reason that they didn't kill him. Right. They banished him because... So that is he, why. That is why. Yeah. So is he... Is it kind of like... Because he wasn't a monster, they banished yeah, him. Yeah. Is it kind of like Beryl where he got possessed by something else? I, I don't I don't know because I always saw Phantom as the Metallia, like the one doing the possessing. Yeah. I, my feeling is that... In the past, he was probably just like just a murderer. Like he just was a guy who committed really heinous crimes. Yeah, and so they didn't banish him though because he was. Hu- they didn't kill him. They just banished him because he was human. And then when he went to the prison planet, the prison planet Nemesis, then he started getting infected by the Black Crystal and became that. I'll buy that. Yeah. I could I could see him getting the powers on Nemesis. Yeah. yeah. I, I never thought that he was a human, but I do believe that you're right. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure it's actually in Crystal that they say Because he was a human. He was a human. So, so they banished, banished him, him instead of murder ordering him. Yep. Yeah. Uh so anyway, uh then in in both versions we see Chibiusa dealing with her insecurities, if you will. Mm-hmm. We get her sort of backstory in both cases, which all result in her stealing the silver crystal. Yeah. But for different reasons. Yeah. Even between the manga and crystal. So basically in crystal, we see that she's being taunted by all the kids that Those she goes to douchey school with. Some little yeah. douchey Jamie Lannister looking motherfuckers. Yeah, they're dicks. Also, I would like to point out that the little girl who didn't get killed in Crystal uh, and Shibusa are wearing like the same school uniform. So that that kind of explained to me the idea because we were talking about this before. Like, oh, yeah, why yeah, is she yeah. wearing a school uniform? So obviously they do have school uniforms in this in Crystal Tokyo. In this future Crystal Tokyo. Oh, that sucks though because because she's technically a little girl, she just has to keep going to school forever. I guess so. Oh, that's like some that's Colin. A- Bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some Edward Cullen That's bullshit. That really like, is. Bullshit. And then those boys are all wearing matching outfits, so I assume those I assume are their school, school uniforms. uniforms. So that every guy in that school dresses yeah. like Jamie Lannister. <laughs> and then his dicks to her, yeah. too. Well, and in the in uh, the manga, it's not just a group of schoolboys being mean to her. It's like all the different people of Crystal Tokyo. You just see them in really angry-looking silhouettes, like, making fun of her. They all have scary, swirly eyes. Which is so mean, because, like, that's a little girl you 
assholes. Yeah, there are definitely adults. Well, I mean, she's not. I mean, she's not a little girl. Yeah, she's nine hundred. Yeah. But still, she looks like a child. Don't be mean. Yeah, to her. Yeah, there are definitely adults being total assholes to her in uh, in the manga. Maybe well, they and, should be dead. And there's a little flash of it in the '90s too, where it's like she's getting scolded because she broke a vase by adults. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "You'll never be a proper lady like your mom." Like but your mom. The thing that's missing from the '90s anime. I feel altogether is there's not as much emphasis on she has no power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because she has little freak out moments mm-hmm. of having power yeah, and in the, the 90s. And there's no plot line of her being 900 years old, but not aging and being unable to use the silver so crystal. So she's, instead of being a woman trapped in a little girl's body, she's just a little girl. <laughs> to being told she's not good enough. Yeah. 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 I mean, she has an inferiority complex, to be sure, but it doesn't feel as justified as or it as does. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As uh, as it does in uh Crystal. Sailor Moon Crystal. Um because in Crystal she we see her having these flashbacks to everybody being mean to her and she feels worthless, but we also see a really awesome flashback of her first arriving in present day Tokyo and meeting her mom as a teenager mm-hmm. and seeing that her mom messes up all the time. Yeah. She's a crybaby. She's a klutz. She's constantly getting yelled at. And her reaction, and I thought that this was portrayed better in Crystal than in the manga. There's a few, like, emotional moments that I think Crystal really nails a little bit better in in uh, in the animation than the manga does. And and I have feelings vice versa, but in this case, it was definitely Crystal. I felt really nailed that scene where she's being like, oh, she's a klutz and a crybaby. And in, and it sounds like she's going to say, I can't believe this is my hero. Right. But her reaction instead is, she's just, just like, like me. me. Like so every sweet. queen starts off as a yeah, klutz crybaby. Exactly. Yeah. Little girl. <laughs> like you don't, you don't, you aren't born as Neo Queen Serenity. Right. Like, you go through the steps. It's like, you are just like your mom. And yeah. someday, and it's like, okay, maybe someday I can be like her because she used to be like me. Yeah. I really liked that scene. It was really <laughs> sweet. Um, now, l- let's talk about all the reasons that Chibi <laughs> steals the silver crystal. Uh, in the manga, the bit with everybody terrorizing her does end with a little boy, you know, teasing her. Because one of the big things is because she doesn't have any power and she's not aging properly, everyone's like, the, you're probably not even really the queen's daughter. Right, you're right. just some little weirdo that she had, is claiming is her. You're adopted. Yeah. Basically. And she's uh, like, I am not adopted. I really am the queen. I just found another connection with Lunar Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm so excited to read this book. Yeah, it so, just clicked again. So some little dick boy like tells her, I bet you've never even seen the silver crystal. <gasps> and she says, I have. And he's like, you better bring it to me and show me or I don't believe you. So she literally is going to steal the silver crystal to show it off to this little asshole to be like, look. This is the thing. She needs street cred. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the little boys in Crystal are teasing her saying, oh, well, if you're the queen's daughter, why don't you go get the silver crystal and use its power? Yeah, yeah. So in uh, Sailor Moon Crystal, she's going to steal the crystal to, to use it. To theoretically do something with it. Yeah, to transform <laughs> or something. Like the guys are like messing, the, the boys are like messing with her head of like, go try and use it. Yeah. And see if you can. Because they're like, oh, you're not going to be able to. Totally. Which makes that whole bit in Crystal when Esmerode captures them and is all like, go ahead, use the crystal. Just use it. It makes it even more like terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrifying and scary. Because you know she's having like flashbacks to all of that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and uh, Chibiusa in... In the 90s. 
Why? I'm not sure I'm not clear. why she's stealing the silver crystal. Because she's a little asshole. <laughs> I'm not really clear about it either. Um. However, the thing is that in the 90s anime, they talk about how they don't know where the silver crystal yeah, it has dis- gone it to. It disappears yeah, when because, she grabs okay, it. So previously in this episode of the 90s anime, we actually, at this point in the 90s anime, have not seen Neo Queen Serenity. Like, the... Sailor Moon oh, of yeah. the present hasn't been in her presence until this episode. Right. And that's when King Endymion explains to them that the silver crystal went missing. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody knows what happens to it, including Chibiusa, who stole it. Just, it. it just disappears. It just disappears. And Chibiusa found that so traumatizing that she repressed that memory. She forgot. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't even know, man. Yeah. Soap opera logic. It is. Yeah. It's total soap opera logic. Uh, yeah. So uh, in addition to getting all the insecurity backstory with Chibiusa in Sailor Moon Crystal, we and, and also in the manga, we do get her backstory with her friendship with uh, Sailor Pluto. Oh, Which I love. I do too. I do too. And ultimately, it's like because she has this bond with Sailor Pluto and she considers Sailor Pluto to be her only friend that she gets depressed and goes wandering off into the space-time vortex in Sailor Moon Crystal. It's like when you have no friends in high school and you make friends with the librarian. Exactly. And the librarian is like, I will humor you and pretend to be your friend because I know that I'm the only place you have to go during lunch. Except that I think that Pluto Pluto sincerely loves Chibiusa. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. But it's like that thing of like... A lesser person would just be like, oh, that kid's back again. Yeah, no, but I mean, but Sailor Pluto and, and Chibiusa share a bond because neither of them has friends. They're, they're very not, lonely. They're both very lonely. And so they're so, both the kid in the library. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it ultimately is like when people were being mean to Chibiusa, we see that's when she wandered into the space-time door in the first place. And Sailor Pluto's like, oh, you must be the princess because only people with royal blood and, and strong powers can come here. And, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, I do have... I do have... Yeah. Okay. There is something special about Yeah, I mean, me. that's the thing is, is that Pluto makes her feel like she's worth something. And yeah. she talks about her like she is going to grow up someday. She's like, yeah. oh, yeah. She's not like, well, there's no pity. She's like, well, I, you're definitely going to be a beautiful lady like your mother someday. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. doubt it at yeah. all. And it's the first yeah. time anyone is like treated her like anything other than a circus freak in a long yeah, time. It's true. And and you know, she she sees a kindred spirit in Pluto and she also sees Pluto as somebody that she can connect with. I think in a way that she wants to connect with her, her mom. with both her parents to some degree in Crystal anyway. It was interesting. This was another like difference in translation between the manga and in Crystal whereas in Crystal uh it, it, in the manga rather it seems like she really does have a pretty distant relationship with her mom. Like, she talks a lot about how her mom is really busy. And in the manga, in that scene where, like, Queen Serenity and King Endymion are walking out amongst the people of Crystal Tokyo and Chibius is a few steps behind them, in the manga, she says that her dad was the most important person to her mom and the only one that mattered. In Crystal, she says her mom was the most important person to her dad. Mm-hmm. And so there, and I really liked that because that parallels the feelings that Usagi is having about Chibiusa right. in regards to Mamoru paying more attention to her. Yeah. Basically being like, oh, you love her more than you love me. I can't compete with her. And that is how Chibiusa feels about her mom in the future. Yeah. I will never be mom to dad. I will also just never be mom to anybody. Yeah, to anybody. Yeah. <sighs> a lot of emotional stuff going on. It is. Yeah. It's very depressing. Uh, yeah, but she does. She does have a friend in Pluto, and ultimately, 
she then is going to see Pluto because she's feeling upset and lonely. And she always goes to see Pluto when she's feeling upset and lonely. And uh, and when she gets there, King Endymion is already with Pluto, mm-hmm. talking to her, being like, hey, you got to help out the Sailor Guardians because yeah. you got to help uh, Sailor Venus and Tuxedo Mask. Like, things are going to get bad. I really need you to lend them your power. And of course, Pluto is kind of in love with King Endymion. Right. So she's like, oh, she's okay. crushing. She crushes a bunch. <laughs> which, yeah. which I love. Which I, I love. I really like that too. And I like the way that they handle it in Petite Etrangere as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And, and they certainly make it quite explicit, I think, in Sailor Moon Crystal, where she's shown to be very blushy and And she smiles. Cute and, and, exactly. Yeah. And, and that is what it is, is that she's really happy in the presence of the king. And so Chibiusa sees that and is like, I, I'm the only one who can make Pluto smile. She's, she always looks so sad, except when I'm with her. Mm-hmm. But now here she is with somebody else, so I'm not her only friend. I'm, I'm not, not special. I'm not, exactly. Yeah, I'm not the most important person yeah. to her. Because she hasn't yep. felt like she's the most important person to anybody. To anybody. Exactly. Except Pluto. Except Pluto. Mm-hmm. And then she loses Pluto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Loses Pluto and loses her key to time. <laughs> yeah, which I thought, when I first saw the episode, I thought she had left it on purpose. Yeah, I thought she was like, peace out. Right, I'm and leaving. I was like, no, you idiot. But then later on, when yeah, she's she like, grasped for yeah, it. she's she like, did oh, no, I lost. It. I was yeah. like, well, at least you're not a total moron. No, she's not a total moron. <laughs> like, Mamoru in the next episode, who goes running after her without a key. Yeah, so dumb. <sighs> Don't worry, I'll bring her back. No, you, no, can't. you can't even come back. The point is, she can't come back. She doesn't have a key. Don't worry, I'll get her. But you don't have have a key. key. You didn't even know about time travel until we got here, man. Don't be running off into the vortex. So, going back to the 90s anime, let's let's talk about this invented plot line. I guess we'll go back to it. I'm sorry, there's a a plot line. I just thought I was seeing a series of concept art for the sides (laughs) of uh, musicians' bands from the 70s. The animation in this episode is so weird. It looks like the side... Of a rocker's van from the late 70s. Like, so, uh, the door's gonna open it with any of like, that art on it, and just pot smoke is gonna fill it It looks out. like Ralph Bakshi threw up on it. But, <laughs> yes! but I did really like the music that played during no, the dragon fight. The that music, was some yeah. boss oh, battle yeah. music. That is okay. We, did, <laughs> let me break. In case you missed it, there's a dragon Esmerode <laughs> puts on a spooky crown <laughs> and becomes and, a dragon it's a crown that's theoretically made out of like the dark the black crystal that wise man gives her basically wise man tricks her into putting this crown on he plays wise man Man at this point is out to just murder everybody he's like hey babe i got you this really great crown we're gonna make you queen doesn't that sound great and she's like awesome because basically wise man shows up and he convinces chibiusa to come with him basically by revealing to her that she has repressed the memory of how she stole the silver crystal right and he's like so no one's ever gonna want you because yeah, you fucked up right. so come and with so me then she like has psychological freak out visions of all the sailor senshi looking down on her disapprovingly being like yeah. it's your fault that everything went badly yeah. um and uh, which it dead. is well <laughs> I mean, but it, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it is, but, <laughs> but I, I don't know. At yeah. any rate, every single time Chibiusa steals the silver crystal, Queen Serenity feels like something is wrong and she does go running out of the palace at the exact same time that Nemesis attacks. And because she doesn't have the silver crystal, she is not armed. And so then she ends up in a crystal casing, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, but Esmerode 
is chatting with Wise Man being like, hey, Wise Man, here's what's up. Well, she goes goes looking for him. Like, she's like, I'm taking control. Yeah, exactly. Wise Man, you work for me now. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, I agree. You're really great at everything. Right. How about we make you a queen? And she's like, that's got a nice sound to it. Right. So she puts on this crown and at first she's in this, like, crazy dress. It's got, like, shoulder pads out to here. (laughs) Looks like they're filled with foam and they're all spiky. You can't see what here is, but Kelby's holding her arms out real like, wide real, real wide and it's just awful it's just not a good and look. she's like yes i look great yeah i'm, I'm a, knew I huh? start being queen i'm and, a queen <laughs> i'm a queen and then she collapses at which point i thought he was just immediately draining her energy yeah like, he, huh? he murdered and he her. goes and he goes lol nope <laughs> and then all of a sudden there's a Oh, and then, like, we don't even see it at first. We don't even see it at first. There's just smoke all of a sudden. Because we had a debate for a second where there's smoke and then a dragon. And we're like, wait. Is it Esmeralda? Did he kill Esmeralda and use her energy to make that dragon? Or is that Oh, shit. That dragon is Esmeralda. Yeah, and you can tell because she has the same crown Crown. and, like, crystal markings, what have you, of Esmeralda. Wouldn't it be great if the dragon was still wearing the dress? (laughs) (laughs) With those big shoulder pads. giant shoulder pads. That is the only thing that could have made this dragon more ridiculous. Well, and then he said something about, uh, they said something about, like, how you turn into, oh, yeah, in the you, the magic crystals, like, change you into uh, the thing you envision yourself as. So, so Esmeralda like, envisions Esmeralda? herself as a dragon? I, I was like, I feel like Esmeralda's been watching Disney's Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> she, or, she just really likes Maleficent, you guys. First she was an evil queen, and then she turned into a dragon, so. she, But her shape was, like, like Pete's dragon shit. Yeah, so the true. face, the faces of this dragon is so not menacing at all. It, it looks the like body the body of the dragon, dragon, dragon is not menacing. It does. It looks like a, a chubby, cuddly, possibly stuffed dragon. It's, it it, looks, looks, like the, it a, looks like if Pete's dragon mated with a Chinese style dragon. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what this dragon looks uh, like. And, and then put on a crown. I also a- I also loved in the scene how King Endymion was watching it from like the monitor in the Crystal Palace and it generated an HP gauge for <laughs> Yes, it did. Yeah. Okay, I was like, is that an HP? Yeah. Now the question okay. is, does is that is that what that uh, machine does? Can yeah, you, that's all you, it does. Can you create an HP gauge well, for anything? Like a glass also, of wine, like as you drink the wine, the HP, the HP goes, goes down. down. Well, it also brings up like schematics of the dragon. Yeah. And has like all these arrows pointing pointing to different parts yeah. of the dragon and like has writing off to the side of it so it's like head crown oh and nose. suddenly That's he's right. some, something dumb like that suddenly yeah. he's a dragon expert he's yeah. like you don't want to aim know. for these things you want to aim for this thing because these are made up of this this and well, it's like but it's also fuck well, do you and know no, it's also really is. cryptic though that he's all like it's not what it seems something something I, well he's still acting like a villain he's still Acting like yeah. he is hiding something. It like if we if you had never seen this show and we told you, hey, in the next episode you find out the King Endymion you've been talking to is an evil droid, you would go, yeah, that makes, yeah, that sense. makes yeah, okay. sense. Nothing he's done makes him seem legitimate. No, I completely agree. He's not helpful in the slightest. No. He's cryptic, and he's just like he's either too nice yeah. or he's really cryptic. Though Tuxedo Mask was surprisingly helpful in this fight, despite the fact that for most of it he's just standing around doing nothing, telling them to telling believe them, in themselves. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, we gotta aim for that crystal jewel." And I'm like, "Cool, Tuxedo Mask. If you had, I don't know, an ability like say Tuxedo the Smoking Bomber, maybe you could do something." But he did throw a rose at. Him. He threw a rose and hit it right in the middle and shattered it. And yeah. I'm just like, "Really? Now it's weak. 
Now that's its weak point, and then Sailor Moon was able to kill it. And, but this is where it gets really funny because we're watching this, and we and uh, the, so the dragon turns back into Esmeralda, and I was like, oh great! It's, it's such a lackluster be, transformation. It's gonna too. be yeah. one of those redemption stories, and then she's good, and then she starts to fade, and I go, oh no, she's gonna go to heaven, and then a pit opens up, and she falls, <laughs> and I go, oh, oh, oh no, she's going to hell. Yep. Kind of like when those oh. creepy uh, those creepy shadow demons and ghosts come out and, yeah. and drag bad people yeah. away. It, I was so prepared for the bullshit ending that I was legitimately really upset when a pit <laughs> just opens up and she just falls into it screaming. But the yeah. way it's animated is so disjointed because like they fight the dragon, poof, dragon's right. gone. And then she looks and like happy there's... and pretty and sparkles and then she's just falling. And then she's falling into a pit and you're like, what, what happened right now? Because she looks like she's going to go full Jedi ghost and be like, I, I've seen the error of my way. And then she's going to go yeah. be a Mary Kay consultant with the yeah. Spectre sisters. That's sort of what I thought. Yeah. And nope, she goes nope. to hell. Nope. She, she dies hell. and goes yeah. to hell. Girl, you're going <laughs> to hell and then wise man's like spoilers for the next five episodes guys everyone in the everyone black moon clan dies, dies. <laughs> the end credits roll <laughs> pretty much pretty much yeah and that's pretty much the end of that 90s episode that is the end of that 90s it's episode so this episode i was i was so done well because i mean basically what it is is that in sailor moon crystal and in the manga Everyone has a lot more interaction with the Black Moon clan. Because basically, like, the rest of episode 21 is Usagi wandering around the palace trying to find her friends. And so, Mm -hmm. because she realizes, oh, we're on Nemesis. This is probably where the kidnapped guardians are. Right. And she, like, tries to call out to them. She has this big moment of self-doubt. I did like how she was basically feeling like, I've lost my powers because I am... Being ridiculous. Yeah. Like, she's like, I've been feeling jealous and untrusting, and that's not me. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not true to myself, I don't have any powers. Can we talk about the fact that the interior design of the palace is an 80s, like, music video? (laughs) Like, there's total eclipse of the occasional occasional pillars, nowhere to sit. Drapery everywhere. Drapery everywhere. It really is like the total eclipse of the heart music video. And that piece of shit Prince Demond doesn't put chairs anywhere. No. He's like, make yourself at home. This is where you live now. It's like, that would be great if I could sit down, you ass. (laughs) There's also no beds. There's... Except the one she woke up on. Except the one she woke up on. There's the one bed. That's it. There's the leaning uh, vase pillar and then there's that stone bench with no cushion he, on with it. With no cushion. Yeah. But that's it. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, make yourself at home. And then I think Oh, I didn't buy furniture. I think there's also maybe a rug. Uh maybe somewhere. One. Yeah. Maybe like in one. the hallway. Well, because even because even in episode 22, when she's <laughs> first of all, it seems like the main power of the malefic black crystal is it makes you walk really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, right. She just is walking she really slowly. Around. But even in that scene in 22 where she walks by the slightly ajar door and overhears Rubius and Saphir having that conversation about how Nemesis is really dangerous, where they're basically like, we thought we were in control of this planet, but on second thought, this planet may yeah. actually be controlling us. We might us. need to peace out. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So even when she overhears that conversation, she... Uh, they're they're not sitting on chairs. They're just like standing they're standing around. in the middle of the room. We're standing. It's the way the color scheme and the random pillars and the lighting. It just looks like Paula Abdul hey. is just gonna like crab dance yeah. through the background right. with and like MC the smoke Scat machine Cat. is gonna come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the rhythm of the night. 
Oh, that's Gloria Stefan. Sorry. It's all good. They're it's all, all good. It's they're all they all um, blend into one. No, side note, um, I saw an article and it's okay to confuse 80s songs with other 80s songs. Somebody did a comparison ah. of like um similarities between all the top songs of certain eras mm. and how many of them like use the same hooks and same and chord progressions. Everything <laughs> in the 80s was much more similar to everything else in the 80s than any other decade that ah. they went through. I, I have to say, I, I feel mean, like I believe that's legit. It. Yeah. So, uh, Usagi- and that is not a knock on '80s music. I, I love, love it. 80s yeah. So music. Usagi uh, walks through. There's like a room with Duran Duran. There's yeah. a room <laughs> with a uh, uh, turnaround is happening. Yeah, she yeah. just like runs into Bonnie Tyler. Yeah, Bonnie Tyler's <laughs> in one room. She's and like, no, nope. weird kids with the red glowing eyes. <laughs> are there. Nope, it's not that room. Uh, there's a bunch of curtains blowing in the wind. Yeah. Michael Jackson's in that hallway. Yep. But then eventually, the power of the black crystal is too much for her. She's just walking so slow. That she yeah. collapses. She just no, but hates. I thought that Demond did something to her. Because remember, he carries her away. He does. My understanding was he just happened. I, I interpreted it as he was just in the right place at the right time when she collapsed. Oh, see, and I interpreted it as like he knocked her out and then carried her with away his, uh, with, his, with his evil, his evil eye. See, and I thought. And this doesn't hold up because then she's in the room with Saphir later and this mm. doesn't happen. But the first time I saw this episode, I thought it was that she was that close to the reactor. Oh. But then later that's on. That's a good theory. But then later on, she's just like in there with the reactor. No big deal. Right. Yeah. So I kind of killed that theory. That's actually the scene where she regains her powers. It's true. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah. my theory is not <laughs> Also, correct. Lola pointed out that... Demond is such a creeper He's that so Rubius and Saphir see him through the door carrying her. an unconscious woman yeah. around and they're like, oh, that checks out. <laughs> he doesn't like acknowledge them in any way. No, oh, he just walks past that open door. They don't, they don't acknowledge him in any way. They, don't they do just the, watch it. They don't do the anime like the breathe thing <laughs> where it's like, you know, I'm thinking about something mm-hmm. I've never seen before because I go, oh. Yeah, they just yeah. watch it happen or just like, all right. Yeah. It, it's like when you have a roommate who just like, you're like, really, you're having another Diet Coke at yeah. 6.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's But it's just yeah. like creepy, like walk around <laughs> holding like unconscious women. Like, yeah, that's normal. That's it. <laughs> so before all of this. Must be a Tuesday. Uh, before yeah. all of this, back in the like library <laughs> they're literally in the library now they in are the, in the library in uh in the crystal palace in crystal tokyo uh they the so chibiusa has wandered off uh death phantom wise man whatever you want to call him has you know in enticed her to come along with him and started the process of transforming her into black lady mm-hmm. uh and the king senses that something's happened to chibiusa so he goes running off. Tuxedo Mask goes believe, running after him. I believe what I said was, <laughs> my dad's senses are tingling. Bad dad. So he runs off. Tuxedo Mask runs after him. And he, he, goes, he goes, wait, king. And I think it's so weird that he refers to himself by a different king. title. Yeah. Hey, guy. Well, you know what? To be fair, like, what do you call your future your self? Your future self. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, me. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, yeah, so he goes running after him, and then Venus tries to go after them, and they're like, no, Venus, you, you stay, stay here. here. She gets really mad about it. She's like, oh, why do I have to wait around? <laughs> But then they find the file on Death Phantom, which I would like to point out 
specifically says his special abilities include beast hands and, and evil eye. <laughs> Which, um, yeah. Guys, sounds like a D&D power. <laughs> actually, I don't know if you guys know this, but that's actually... What Tom Cruise is working towards in Scientology. Oh. Yeah, once you go far enough up the bridge, you get to OT9, which is where you learn Beast Hand and Evil Eye. Mm. L. Ron Hubbard's really into it. <laughs> so basically, what we are learning more and more is that Nemesis really is just the Scientology plan. It's the Scientology plan. It actually is starting to freak me out how many parallels we can draw between Nemesis and Scientology. <laughs> how great would it be if Tom Cruise was on an interview and someone was like, I think psychology is great, and he just opened a third eye. <laughs> and then his like, hands got all monstrous yeah. and he strangles the interviewer. And he's like, psychiatry's wrong. I have to say, I do have a problem <laughs> with that ability being named Evil Eye and Demond being so on board with it and, and constantly being like, let me show you the power of my evil eye. Because Demond doesn't think that he is evil. Exactly. Demond thinks that he is right. So well, maybe it's a translation error. Eye? Like, well, let me show you the yeah. power of my eye. Yeah. Well, maybe that's not really what it means in Japanese, but that's the closest translation yeah, I don't, we have to it in Yeah, English. I don't know. I would have to, uh, I'd have to track it down I think in Japanese untranslated and then go through yeah. a whole process of translating it myself. I think you to, are, I right? Could, I could call my Japanese friend. Perfect. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't think he would proudly refer to a power that he has yeah, as, as an evil, evil eye. eye. I mean, yeah. granted, he has gone real crazy. But, but he, he still thinks, thinks he's right. he still thinks he's right. Yeah. Unless Demond is now so delusional that he's lost touch with what the word evil means. Maybe. Or he thinks it's ironic. It's yeah. like it's like uh, Hipster Demond evil eye. It's, uh, it's super ironic. It's super, yeah, yeah. So he's be- he's become the uh oh god, the Jaden Smith of yeah. of the Black Moon Clan. It's kind of like when Tumblr puts Hail Satan on like cute cakes on yeah. Pinterest and boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> Basically the exact same thing. Hipster douchebags. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Usagi wakes up after Demond has carried her off when he like lays her on a bench and yeah. tries to so, smooch her again. Again. So she keels over, yeah. overhearing uh, the guys talking about how the reactor and ne- planet Nemesis and it's all bad news bearers. Mm-hmm. She passes out. Demond finds the only bench in the palace <laughs> and he's just sitting there watching her like be passed out and it's just like mm, this would be a good time to just grab her face yeah just grab her face because he reaches not like he's gonna kiss her it's just like he's just gonna grab her whole face mm-hmm. and be like yep I'm touching a face like face waterfall from, from yeah. face off he's yeah. gonna face waterfall face, he's gonna face waterfall her face not okay <laughs> And she does this, like, crazy, like, human taser thing where she's just like, nope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she runs off and he's just like, ah, yeah. He fucking hates me. I know. This is great. (laughs) What is wrong with him? He's so creepy. Somebody please look up what that personality disorder is called and you tweet it at us. That you are sexually aroused by someone hating you? (laughs) There's a name for it. There has to be. I'm sure there is. Uh, yeah, so then after she's gone running off, because basically she wakes up and tells him, listen, I know my friends are somewhere on this planet. You need to just stay away. I'm going to go find them. And so she just goes running off. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> uh, and I, just quick side note, mm-hmm. I do love like uh, the fact that she's in a really damselly position where she's got the gown and she's yeah. in the yeah. house. She's lost her powers. But still, even without her powers... 
every time that this guy puts his hands on her, she pushes yeah, Emily she hard does. and goes, don't you dare touch me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, even she without powers, back. she's got fight. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. She's and tough. I mean, and, and I mean, the thing, Alola and I were talking about this earlier, is that What's really nice, I think, about Sailor Moon is that, yes, we do see characters go through low points like this. So, like, for example, in the Dark Kingdom story arc, it was when Endymion, when she first realizes who she is and Endymion gets captured and she starts turning into the princess and she's crying in her room for four days. Like, everybody goes through those, the the girls still go through those, like, emotional low points. I mean, she's kidnapped with no powers right now. Right. And she got molested. Yeah. Essentially. they always, in the end, get to, like, come back from it. Mm-hmm. It's never like they only get the bad. It's more good than bad. There are the bad moments, and they always come back from them. As she ends up doing in this episode. So she runs off, and she ends up encountering Saphir in the reactor chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, A-plus acting on the part of Saphir's voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Like, so good. As much as I can't Stand Saphir in the 90s anime. I love him in Crystal. He's so good. He's so, I mean, you slow, in this scene especially, you yeah. slowly, re, you know, he's, throughout the whole series, he's been referring to Demond as mm-hmm. like losing his mind mm-hmm. and going crazy and buying into yes. Wise Man's bullshit. And then this yeah. scene, you start to realize that Saphir is crazy. He's really crazy. He just and doesn't think he's crazy. No, he That's doesn't the think thing, he's crazy. Is that everyone is crazy. They just don't think they are. Yeah. Well, and in this scene too, I felt like, you know, he basically explains to her, oh, I, you know, I need to apologize to you because we were doing this thing, but we were trying to rewrite history. I think it's maybe gotten a little out of control. We're losing control of this planet. I really need you to send a message for me. And for a minute. Yeah. And even having read the manga and knowing this is going to be exactly the same as the manga, I really had a moment of being like, oh, are they going to are they gonna redeem Saphir like they did in the 90s anime? He's going to like, no. No, like, oh, he's going to like team up. Like, this is where like the yeah. alliance crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ha- no, he's like. Hashtag B- nope. Yeah, BT dub, that message is, I'm going to send your carcass to my brother. <laughs> yes. Your and, dead carcass uh, and be like, whew. this is what happens, man. Oh, my God. And it, is- he all, it it's. It's the the understated way that is always scarier. The, mm-hmm. A villain who's, who's ranting and raving and foaming at the mouth and waving a knife around. That's typical. Not scary. Yeah. But someone who's looking you in the eye and is very calm and is like, this isn't anything personal, but yeah. I'm going to have to murder you because, yeah. well, I've got bigger plans. Right. And then he goes crazy and tries to stab her with the black crystal. Yeah. yeah. And meanwhile is, is reiterating that idea of, oh, you're derailing the natural course of history right. because people shouldn't be living for forever. Like peace and tranquility and longevity are illusions. Yeah. And, uh, and demand was better before you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and then like Neo Queens Randy. And in the manga, we actually see some moments of like, unconscious Neo-Queen Serenity in the crystal, like having some sort of conscious connection to her past self mm-hmm. where she's like, oh, the my most important person, me, yeah. is in danger. And mm-hmm. so she senses that her past self is in danger and kind of like unconsciously empowers her. Right. Well, you know, because I mean, if you like, you know, souls and yeah. shit. You know, they share they share a soul. It makes yeah. perfect sense that they could join yeah. that way. Yeah, no, totally. 
totally. It's great. Yeah. And it's so empowering. It's it so is. beautiful. It's awesome because, like, Saphir tries to stab her, but then, like, the silver crystal basically protects her. And we go, she goes into a full blown avatar. I know. State. She it does. It's amazing. State. And she's like, she basically is like, fuck you, Saphir. You're the ones derailing history, not me. You're trying to replace the entire population of the Earth with droids and rewrite history? How is that any more natural than people living long, happy lives? Bye, Felicia! (laughs) (laughs) And then she's like, hold on, I need to get my friends. Yeah! Yeah! And she puts her hand on the floor and And boom, my friends! And hey, you guys need some power? Here you go! And then everybody gets to transform! And then they transform and they literally punch through the floor. So cool. And then they stand in formation, which I love. And all of these women who were kidnapped and having a terrible time, just angry glare with a dark crystal reactor behind them. They are pissed. It's so good. So metal. Yeah. Uh, And then Demond and Wiseman and Rubius all show up to this to this battle as well. Yeah. And Rubius is like, is getting too real. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. out. Bye. <laughs> and that's when uh, the silhouette of somebody resembling <laughs> Chibiusa as an adult uh, arrives. Oh, man. She's so creepy. So oh, creepy. By yeah. the way. So The giggling. Creepy. And yeah. her and wise man so scary well, and i think that's Who the cool thing like is Wombat. yeah well the i was thinking when i was watching this episode i've only seen one one actual live kabuki show so i can't mm-hmm. say if it's true for all of them but the way that wise man speaks the way his intonation works and stuff vo- vocally mm-hmm. it reminds me a lot of the villain of the kabuki show i saw oh i've never so seen a kabuki show i think and and the way they speak in kabuki is very stylized mm-hmm. it's a lot like that if, wilting. If, well, if you're a hero or a villain, you speak differently. Just like you're painted differently. Right, for sure. So I I think that villains mm. speak like that. Ooh. Well, and it's so creepy. It, it is creepy. But yeah, I, it's I very think creepy. I think there it's like a a, a call like a conscious thing. It's a callback to an ancient form of good yeah. and evil <laughs> theatrics. I don't I'm way more scared of villains that are having a great time. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Terrifying. Then I am a villains who are ranting and raving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like because you're like, what the fuck are you laughing at? What do you know that I don't? Yeah. What yes. Do you, what do you know that I don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that you should be scared of me. I like that uh, evil Chibiusa, like she does the giggle, like Wise Man does, because it shows that he's taken her over, right? And that they're like, sharing oh yeah. Brain. I mean, and because that to me, like that's that's what Wise Man is all about. He's like. Who can I control the most? Yeah. Because at this point, it's like he doesn't need Rubius anymore because no. at this point he has the ultimate ally in in Black Lady. Mm-hmm. So, so, so Rubius the Rubius dies. Exterminated. He gets, gets beast handed to death. He does. God. He does though. <laughs> I remember looking down for like a split second when I watched the episode the first time and Sam just goes, ah, and I look up and Rubius is gone. And I was like, oh shit, is Rubius dead? Or Ginger Guile. Oh no, Ginger Guile, why? (laughs) You made it so far. So much further than you did in the 90s anime. (laughs) He did. He lasted a lot longer. And he was so fashionable while doing it. He really was. Uh, Though I have to say, I like, so basically in this scene, they're all assembled and Damon's like, whatever y'all, I'm going to use the power of my evil eye. (laughs) And he's like using his evil eye power. 
I love how they got out of this. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's, it goes back to what we were talking about, how we we think it's really smart when Venus throws her boomerang mm-hmm. and hits people's hands. Her chain. Doing, yeah. 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 She uses a love me chain. And she used her um her compact. Yeah. To, oh, yeah. The compact to knock things out of yeah. people's yeah. hands. The yeah. fact that when people are using hand magic, she aims for their hands. Yeah, totally. So in this situation, someone has announced she's using his eye to right. do something. Right. And she doesn't have the cutie moon rod. So, right. So she's like, cool, great. Well, I'm just going to uh, smack the shit out of that eye that you're showing off right mm-hmm. now. So she just gets that tiara off and just yeah. it in his evil eye. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and then they're like, we're going to get you for real this time. And Sailor Moon's like, I don't think so. Time key. <laughs> and then they go. So cool. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Presumably, they all just stick so their middle good. fingers like out yeah, as they so disappear. Good. I like that they get like that. Yeah, they're just like this, and then they all have, they all have a happy reunion with Venus and Sailor Pluto. But then the king's like, "Yeah, about my past self, he's uh, made, he just made a terrible choice." Uh-huh. And, and then like that storm blows in. Sailor yeah. Moon's like, "Man, I'm so glad we're all back together. Where's my Where's my husband? Where, where's my kid? Where's my husband? Um, uh, well, I am, I am so." So, so sorry. sorry. I have a question. I have an answer. Maybe. How omnipotent mm. is that the word? Omnipotent? Omniscient? Yeah. Maybe omniscient. It's either omnipotent or omniscient. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out which one is Pluto. In terms of how much can she see, see yeah. about what's time, happening? About time-wise. Apparently not Omni- that much because she doesn't know what happened. Exactly. That's what I was like. Because like in terms of first- knowledge, omniscient. Okay. Yeah. Because when we meet her the first time, Mm-hmm. And uh, she has that moment where she, where you know, Chibiusa and Usagi are like arguing, and she just kind of smiles. She goes, "You guys are always so much trouble for me." It, it seems to hint that she knows. I something to me, about. See that remark to me just meant like, oh, she's been living with them day in and day out right. in the Crystal Tokyo. But it seemed to hint that she has quite the extensive knowledge of time as a whole. I, and then in this, she has no idea what's happening. I think yeah. this is this is where I I see it. It's kind of like Doctor Who, if the timeline is the version he's familiar with, right? Mm-hmm. Then he knows what's what. Goes. As soon as someone else changes it, he's like, oh well, I. I don't know this version. Okay. So yeah. I think it's when she first met Usagi, it was the way things had gone mm-hmm. according to her version. And then Wise somebody came and somebody flipped the script and now yeah. she doesn't know anymore. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, and also so then time and, is a time is a pretzel. Yeah, I think so. And also she also does mention that like the storm that's happening in the space time vortex has never happened okay. before. So then time's getting real. Yeah, so she's yeah, she's very much in the dark right now. Okay. Time time is a pretzel and the stars are salt. Yeah. And we're just waiting for God. <laughs> and to eat God us. is just gonna eat us. Eat us. <laughs> but Pluto did have a real great moment in this episode where she was being flanked by the king and Mamaru. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> she's yeah. like jackpot. <laughs> she's like, sup. Man sandwich. <laughs> She's like, dreams do come true. <laughs> oh. It's very Tina Beltry. Oh God, could you imagine Tina Beltry as Pluto? Being- oh. <laughs> Somebody make that replace Sailor Pluto in that scene where Mamaru and Kick and Demian are on either side of her with Tina Beltry. Yes. And have it be like Jimmy Jr. 
Us both. <laughs> no, Jimmy Jr. and the, the ballet dancer. The ballet dancer. Listen, but I think Tina Bell oh, no, pretty it's happy. Same. It's technically the same it person, is. so yeah, it's right. got to be it's gotta be. So Jimmy somebody Jr. photoshopped this. Tina Belcher is Pluto, and Jimmy Jr. is King Endymion <laughs> and, and Tuxedo Mask. mask. <laughs> or, or just leave Endymion and Tuxedo Mask as just, I, 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 just, just Tina Belcher is good enough. <laughs> I just really like the idea of Jimmy Jr. dressed up as the king <laughs> and doing dance moves. <laughs> For real talk, I did like that in the uh, in Crystal and in the manga. We in both acts, we did get to see moments of Mamoru being like, "I'm, I have to save her no matter what." Like he really, he really was intending to save Usagi, but then when Chibiusa went missing, he went to go. That's his first priority. That's his first priority because I, you know. He can't get to Usagi. Right. He can theoretically get to right. Chibiusa. In his yeah. mind, he can get to Chibiusa, but he doesn't know where Usagi is. Right. Which is what they were trying to determine when they were in the computer lab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which that computer lab has a much practical, much more practical keyboard. It does. Yeah. It's like a touch screen. Like yeah. that one's designed by Apple. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Tony Stark came in and fixed that one. And, then, <laughs> and God knows who touched that other one. In the the 90s. other one was um, one of those uh, ladies that runs the really super new agey booths at Ren Fairs. Oh, yes. yeah. She, mm-hmm. she came in while everyone was out one day and was like, I'm just going to add some crystals to improve the aura in here. <laughs> Someone's like, what did you do? And she's like, I added feng shui. Like, there's not even symbols written on those crystal keys. Nope. Like, it's just different shaped rocks and you have to memorize what they do. And there's so many close-ups of, like, different rocks of, like, I oh, know. I'll, I'll adjust the screen. Let me touch this rock. The big rock. Oh, goody. Now I'll touch the other rock. <laughs> I feel like they must have spent a lot of time doing trial and error. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don- Donovan, Donovan, what the hell is mind, this keyboard? Especially because we see that it, like, shows you where the weak points on a monster are and yeah. generates an HP gauge for them. Mercury clearly designed this, and she's really busy right now generating a pillar of light. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So so she, she designed, like, the inner workings of it, but when it came to the aesthetics of how the outside of it looked, they brought in someone else, and then when it was done, they were like, Donovan, what the fuck the is this? The hell? <laughs> what did you do? And he's like, Crystal, well, I mean, Crystal Palace. I don't know. I thought it worked. I thought it worked. I, I thought crystal, it worked with the, the crystal room. motif. But, but everybody had to have... Have um, the moment uh, where um, oh god, what was that stupid trading spaces? Is that the show with the home decorating? Oh, where yeah. you switch with your neighbor and then yeah. they reveal, and yeah. then you would uh, you would always want to watch the episodes where the people clearly hated it, mm-hmm. but they can't tell you they hated it. Yeah, so they brought in the queen and king and even they're like, all right, guys, get ready to see your new computer room, and they go, I mean, oh, oh wow, wow. Oh, wow. Wow! Wow! <laughs> oh, I I see, and you can just see them <laughs> screaming on the inside, yeah, yeah. and then everyone leaves, and they're like, "Can we take it off?" And I think it's yeah. down. We can't afford the, to replace little this. Little interior designer Donovan in the corner is like, "I did so good, y'all. <laughs> this crystal motif is so good. There is not so a control good. room like this anywhere else." <laughs> <laughs> so I. This is the interesting thing. So, of course, I now have that YouTube channel all queued up that has all the Sailor Says on it. But the thing is that after episode 66 of the 90s anime, basically after the point that all of the Spectre sisters had become Mary Kay consultants, they didn't make any more Sailor Says. 
they oh, no. recycled all of them when they aired oh, it on Toonami. Yeah. We haven't seen this one because this isn't from an episode we discussed. Oh, but good. this is not even from this episode. Right, so we have no way of knowing so what it could possibly no be about. No way of knowing what this could possibly be I about. I still want to... Yeah, take a you stab. You want to try to guess? I don't know. I haven't no. watched it yet. So. I'm not... I can't do an impression. I'm just going to pick a theme. Yeah, okay. that's what I, that's what um, I do now. I'm going to say the theme mm-hmm. is... Uh, believe in yourself and your friends Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say it's something about sports i'm gonna say i'm gonna say something along the lines that lola's saying of of like uh be be true to your own desires but don't go crazy (laughs) don't don't turn into a fucking dragon (laughs) but it's not gonna be that it's not gonna be relevant this is gonna be it's gonna be even less relevant that's why i think that's why i picked something random like sports (laughs) all right (laughs) Oh man. Oh, it's gonna be a surprise for everybody. It's almost more fun this I know. <laughs> My friends and I fight a lot, especially Ray and me, but they sure came through for me today. Wow. Oh, you're That's right. what friendship is all about. Damn it. Being with <laughs> each other. Being a good friend means forgiving and hey! pals, even when you know Look they're you. wrong. <laughs> it means listening to their problems, just as they listen to yours. It means encouraging them to be better than even they themselves know they can be. Don't take your friends for granted. They're a treasure you don't want to lose. Sailor Moon says... Guys, that was from an Alan and Ann episode entitled Cherry Blossom Time. <laughs> Guys, you did so you good. You nailed it, Lola. This is the first time I've <laughs> ever been right. What are you going to do now? <laughs> well, I, I think I might go to Disneyland. All right. The thing is... But not real Disneyland. The um, the Sailor Moon version where oh, there's so a robot yeah, bear. Oh, so the multi-dimensional chaos world? Mm-hmm. No, no. The one with the, the robot bear oh. and uh, the princess that is a monster. Oh, yeah. Oh, that weird carnival that episode. Weird carnival. Yeah, there's a, there's a robot bear and right. a robot deer. Right. And, and the weird uh, carousel. Yeah. yeah. And Usagi and Rey are fighting over Mamoru. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that theme park and ride that bear. All right, super good. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that there was nothing about the power of friendship in that episode. It was about the power of Tinga and Dimmy and telling them to stab the dragon in the head. It's true. <laughs> I was just about to be like, no friendship, but then I was just thinking no, about Crystal when about, she. I was thinking about Crystal no, when she rescued no, them. No, it was about how Chibiusa has no friends right. and <laughs> Esmeralda abused power and turned into a and, dragon, and then we fought a dragon. Yeah, that's yep. But good job, though. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, the, the the best way for me to win this game is to not actually have to be close to anything related to the episode. Perfect. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Any uh, closing thoughts? I mean, I don't know where to go from that, Lola. You just... I mean, you did it. <laughs> you God, did I kind of crushed it. <laughs> uh, my closing thought is uh, don't accept crowns from strange men. Mm-hmm. No. You might get turned into a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> so true. <laughs> my, my closing thought is going to be if you do choose to accept crowns from strange men, be sure that your vision of yourself is not a fat dragon. <laughs> <laughs> that dragon needed to go on Weight Watchers. <laughs> be a shapely dragon. <laughs> At least. At least be fit. <laughs> be a fit dragon. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, oh, I mean, my. Do you have I'm, a closing thought? No, I just want everyone to go see Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs>
That's the best. That's the best kind of closing. <laughs> awesome. So yes, everybody, that will conclude this episode of Love and Justice, a super serious Sailor Moon podcast. Ooh. Lola, where can we find you on the internet? I live on Instagram and on the Tumblr and on Twitter as at Unwinona U N W I N O N A, and uh, I'm almost done with my book, so that's good. <gasps> Yay! Maybe I'll publish it and you can all read it with your eyeballs. I'm going to read it. Uh, the other thing to keep an eye out for that's coming soon, uh, me and my friend Devin, uh, who is very funny, we are starting a channel. Uh, it's a blog. It's called Erotic Crap. And we're writing what? reviews of the weirdest erotica novels that Kindle has to offer. I'm so excited. Uh, and we should be up and running within a week. Uh, there will be more information about that on the website. But keep your peepers peeled for that because I'm working on a particularly enchanting review. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's going to be great. Awesome. Kelby? Uh, You can find me on Tumblr and Instagram under the name Feminerdity. Um... I mean, my Instagram is just full of, like, gross fitness selfies, because that's what I'm doing right now. Um, My Tumblr is just Sailor Moon Feminism and Mad Max at this point. (laughs) Um, And then you can find me on Twitter at Real Feminerdity, as in the genuine article. Uh, Other than that, I'm not really doing anything. I'm getting married in 24 days. So I got time for nothing else. That's a thing that takes up a lot of your time. Yeah, yeah, So I got nothing else going on. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to... Party hardy. And yeah. If you're lucky, we'll post some fresh to death wedding photos on the yeah, Love and Justice page. Oh, yeah. And then it's like you're all invited. Exactly. It's like, like you're like all, you were there. all there. And we had a magical time. And, and uh, Kelby didn't have to pay for your food. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> Bless you all for not coming to the wedding. <laughs> and Thank you, you can find me on Twitter at Emma Fife. It's my name. E-M-M-A-F-Y-F-F-E. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Emma Fife, Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I'm all over the place, basically, Emma Fife, uh, except for uh, Tumblr, where I am almost a palindrome, and basically the only thing that's on my Tumblr is a feed from my Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram and also follow me on Tumblr, it's basically going to be the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, you can also watch me on a couple of shows at AfterBuzzTV.com. Uh, every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, I do the Transformers Robots in Disguise after show. Uh, you can also watch me as a pseudo-permanent guest host on the Sailor Moon Crystal after show. That's the first and third Sunday of every month at 4 p.m. So if you watch that, then you should just stick around and watch Transformers too, because it's great. You can also watch me on the Cosplay Coach at the Popcorn Talk Network, which is AfterBuzz's sister network. We broadcast live at 4 p.m. on Wednesdays. That's again Pacific time, so it'd be 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time if you guys are on the East Coast like my mom who watches every week. Thanks, Mom. Um, and uh, and Cosplay Coach is really taken off, guys. Uh, very exciting news. We recently entered into a sponsorship with McCall's. So McCall's, it's, which is one of the major commercial pattern companies, is going to like give us patterns. For to, all your cosplay needs. For all your cosplay needs. So that's really freaking cool. Uh, I'm also going to be moderating some panels and speaking on some panels at Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. That is June 19th through the 21st at the South Point Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. So uh, if you guys are going to be there, please come say hello to me. Come see me on my panels. Come watch me moderate panels. Come hang out and go to other panels with me. I'm real excited and uh, I'd love to 
meet you guys, especially if you guys are fans of this podcast, which you should be if you're listening to it. Uh, yeah. So it's, if you are, it'd be pretty weird if you weren't. <laughs> I know. God, let me listen to the podcast but I hate. <laughs> oh, I'm trapped <laughs> under something heavy and this podcast just keeps <laughs> replaying. <laughs> So yeah, guys, be sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us five stars, leave us a review. We've got like 10 reviews now and they're all great and we love all of you. I think I've given you all shout outs in the intros on the podcast, but once again, love all of you. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your feedback. Uh, also, we, we appreciate do. all the feedback we get on our Facebook page. So you can find us on Facebook at Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. Uh, and then pretty much everywhere else, we're either Love and Justice Pod. So you can email us at loveandjusticepod at gmail.com if you want to talk to us, but you don't really do social media. Uh, and we're also Love and Justice Pod on Tumblr. And then you can find us on Twitter at LNJPod. So that's letter L as in love, letter N as in Nancy, letter J as in Justice Pod as in the first part of podcast. So follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us. Lots of people did recently. It was really cool. Twitter was blowing up all day. Do it more. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And especially to those of you who listen every week. We adore you. You're wonderful and beautiful. And we will talk at you all again very soon. I'm in love with all of you. Bye. <laughs>